Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So very curious to see how the rest of this day plays out. <laughs> because it's been a little quiet uh, on the hit parade. Until now. Cats, 93 WIBC. It is Andrew Langer, uh, radio host uh, himself. Hello, everybody. Here, there, and everywhere. A man of of, of liberty. You'll be hearing uh, hopefully some 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 more of you on the uh, on the IBC. Well, I hope so. Look forward to it on the syndication side. You know, because Tony, I have that Indiana connection. You know, my mom's family is from up in uh, up in uh, uh, Logansport. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, we we don't we don't consider that enough. Uh, you, you, you need go. more. <laughs> you need more connections. Well, sure. Than that. Yes. Um, we've been commenting, Andrew. You you have been a long time uh, CPAC goer, long time within the movement. I mean, on the intellectual side yep, of I things. Yeah, I do. I like you to know, think so. The, the the phrasing of the Baton policy that this is eerily quiet for a CPAC. It's different. Is this a financial conversation in your view? Or is this uh, the ACU has so gone in for Trump that other people don't feel like there's a place for them at the table? Listen, every well, it's funny because glibly I say every CPAC is different and this CPAC is no different. CPAC changes over time. And I and, and you know, we're talking about about the sort of the, the changes and, and who owns CPAC and what groups control CPAC. I always look back, always. I now look back to twenty fifteen as a prime example of this. Okay. You know, the year before a major election and twenty sixteen to an extent, because twenty sixteen as you will recall, the the greatest CPAC event ever was the CPAC debate watching party of twenty sixteen, where you had all oh, you may not have oh, been there. I think I was. Okay, and you had all of the different camps and it was largely remember that was a, a Ted Cruz CPAC, yeah, if anything yes, else. Yes, yes, yes. In the year before that, memory it kid. was a Scott Walker CPAC. Because remember, 2015 was the big launch of the Scott Walker campaign. That is accurate. And, and so things change over time. And I think, you know, this is one of those years where nobody knows what's going to happen in 2024. So we're all sort of looking, and folks are looking and saying, well, do I need to go to CPAC? Is this a Trump crowd? Because, And I think some of this, right, is the way that the left portrays this and the leftist press portrays it. You know, you go in, which is amazing to me, right? The idea that Jimmy Kimmel spends time during his monologue taking a big dump on CPAC and who's here and what kind of panels are here, it creates the impression of something that may not be accurate as to what it is. Which is CPAC as a power player in 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 decision-making, which I, I would argue it definitely was for a while. And then maybe it isn't right now, but... If he's going to talk about it, I it certainly. Sets that's the idea. that's right. But I think. But my point in this is also that it gives the misimpression that it is more fractured or more. You know that that, that there's something abnormal about it being the center of the last guy who was president. So we're sort of holding on to onto those things. You know, keeping in mind, right, that between 2012, and I'm sorry, 2009 and 2017, Republicans were out of power in terms of uh, in terms of the presidency. And so there was, the, you know, there were it, there were ebbs and flows uh, in terms of what CPAC was up to and what the perception was. You know, a, another great example is in 2009, right? 
it was the, the very first DCT party was held during CPAC. Nobody knew what it was, so it sort of it was it was behind the eight ball. And then by 2010, the Tea Party crowd was largely taking it on over, and the leftist press was saying, "Oh, this is the this is the crazy Tea Party CPAC." Right. And and then it's here's what I here's what I like in it too, Tony. CPAC is like a sci-fi or comic book convention, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that people no, come here, up. there's dress up, but people come here because they want to learn about stuff and some folks are far more involved than others. And some are but, fetishists. It, right. And you but you can you can turn I mean, around. It's just a fact. Right. And you can turn around. Listen, we're no longer having the Steve Stockman hot uh, hot tub parties that, that, that they used to. But my, my point is my point is in the end, right, that CPAC at its core is about people getting educated as to what the issues are. And you're always listen, you know me. Four o'clock today, I'm gonna to be wearing my leopard skin jacket. Jacket, and I'll be doing my own little bit of cosplay. It's, it's frightening, people. Yes, it is. It's right. I, I I will be wearing my my traditional suit. Yes, uh, right there. Uh, but there there is a lot to take from the CPAC, and, and we're going to break it down further. Um, really quick, thirty seconds or yeah. less. Trump's the keynote tomorrow. Yeah. Trump's the voice tomorrow. Can he say anything that this crowd hasn't heard already? I don't. I don't think so. I listen. I think. I think there's there's nothing new here except Trump is going to try to. Trump is going to try to cement that he is a credible candidate going into 2024, and this crowd's going to eat it up. It's an easy sell for him. Exactly. Exactly. This isn't the crowd. It's when he heads to Iowa next week that it starts to get interesting. Is there any level of rejection there? And I I honestly don't have an answer for it And listen, all I know is 10 seconds that that the polling numbers mean nothing right now. It's all name ID. 100 and 50%. Andrew Langer, right there. I Thank you. Where do people find you? Uh, you know something? Um, um, you know, go go a- Andrew underscore Langer on Twitter, but also just go- Google Andrew and Jerry Save the World, and you'll find me. It's a podcast, Andrew yes. and Jerry Save the World. Andrew Langer, appreciate you. So we have more CPAC coming. Uh, we'll be here from noon to three live. Uh, the former uh, acting director of Homeland Security, Chad Wolf, scheduled to be with us. If you missed some of the conversations we had today, like with Riley Gaines, the NCAA swimmer who... Uh, uh, spoke out against Leah Thomas, who is a man. Uh, I've got that interview uh, to share with you as well. And of course, everything on Facebook, on the WIBC Facebook page, will be there. The videos of the interviews and all this because of Relay Indiana, RelayIndiana.com, our sponsor. And so appreciate them making this happen. Relay Indiana, Ginny, and the whole team there can't thank you enough uh, for being a part of this and letting this happen. Greatly appreciate it.